The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered and said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. So they said to him, What sign can you do that we may see and believe in you? What can you do? Our ancestors ate manna from in the desert as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. So Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave them the bread from heaven. My father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the worlds. So they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, I was trying really hard to get a prop for my homily this weekend, and it's, it's a virtual reality headset. It's called the Oculus Rift. And uh, it's this headset that you put on your head, and uh, you're actually in the experience of being there. And so I put something on Facebook, and it, all, it always comes through. It, it did just a little too late last night. But a, a friend of mine, I called him, and he, he's, he has this. And uh, I said, well, can I borrow it? And he goes, well, Father, it's a little, it's like a, it's a supercomputer charged up with this headset. You can't just like borrow it and move into church. So, um, but I said, well, what's it like? So I can tell the people what it's like. He said, it's pretty amazing. He goes, like, for example, if you put this on and you go on a roller coaster ride, when you go over the hill, you actually feel your stomach drop. He said, it's, 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 it's a real experience. So I said, well, what is it? Is it like in 3D? And he's like, yeah, it's like, He's like, but it's, it's, uh, it's like a 4D, you know, like everywhere you look, you, you're, you're there. It's like you're, it's everything you see and experience, you're there. So I was trying to read up about this, and I found an interesting article, and uh, it, the article begins like this. You might want to sit down for this one. And this is him telling the story. I recline in my office chair, and a moment later, after whizzing through a space-time tunnel that looks like a tornado made of pure light, I find myself sitting on a beach in Hawaii. I, um, they had me at this part. The colors are vivid, rich, sunlight dappled. The sound of waves echoes in my ears. Palms sway in the wind, and the wide ocean sparkles to the horizon. I am alone. I feel an immediate sense of calm. It's uncanny, but I would swear my skin is growing warm in the sunlight and faint breeze is carrying a, a mist off the air. My heartbeat begins to slow. 
but as I crane my neck to look at the coconuts in the trees, the landscape becomes pixelated. It's kind of like being on spring break in World of Warcraft. I'm immersed in a virtual reality experience, aptly called the teleporter. The Hawaiian expedition, along with the virtual journey to the top of the London skyscraper, was designed by Marriott Hotels as a way for its guests to experience the future of travel. The founder says, as he, as he helps me lift off the headset, the Oculus VR Rift, it's then that I realized the ocean spray was actually just beads of sweat that collected around my forehead, around the edges of the mask. It's as close as you can get to a real life experience, he says. It will be cheap, cheap. it will be safe, hassle-free travel. Think of all the trauma involved in travel, the fossil fuels that are spent, the germs that you get on a plane, the money it costs, the amount of time it takes to travel somewhere. The founding director at Stanford University says VR allows you to travel when you want to and not when you have to. Forget TSA pat-downs, jet lag, long lines of the luggage, bewildering menus, lumpy mattresses, predatory locals, all of which actually make travel such a drag. The Oculus Rift never runs out of space in its overhead bins. This is how tech people tend to talk. You know, they talk with total confidence. There's every new tool is going to change the face of the world and we're going to experience things that we never have before. And yet research suggests that this virtual reality does offer some benefits. So they did a study uh, in workers, and it was, it was uh, a study conducted by the University of Melbourne in Australia. So what they did is they did these 40-second long micro-breaks for people at work, and they would put this virtual reality headset on them, and it actually increased the, ver the, the workers' um, ability to focus on their task at hand. And so they have this new idea that now that if they put suites in offices, uh, people will never need to go on vacation. I don't know if that's going to be true for me. Marriott is considering incorporating th these VR suites into their hotel rooms. So what they want to do is, is better advertise their properties, but also um, allow people in-room entertainment. So they don't even have to leave their rooms. And I hope this doesn't go into the adult entertainment as well. So as uh, the prospect of virtual travel my whirlwind of tour of pixelated destinations leaves me pining for a glorious inconvenience of a delayed flight or a malfunction hotel thermostat. No matter how seamless 3D scanning a virtual vacation will never manage to replicate the greatest thing about going somewhere, serendipity. The truth is, virtual reality will never take us to what reality can. And Jesus says in the gospel today, I am the true bread that came down from heaven. I am the real presence. So he says, Amen, Amen, I say to you, you, you came looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. You ate the loaves and were filled. What brings you to this reality every Sunday? Why do you come here on Sunday? What brings you to Mass Sunday after Sunday? Do you experience Jesus truly as the true bread that came down from, from heaven? And the truth is, are you willing to experience reality on God's terms? Virtual reality is an escape. But the truth is, just like any journey, the journey to heaven oftentimes is accompanied by difficulties, inconveniences, frustrations, the trip not, not going on as we expected it to, life's disappointments. You know, all that comes with a journey and travel comes with our travel to heaven.
But like all journeys, there are wonderful graces. There's wonderful experiences that we could have never anticipated, those serendipitous moments where we would discover something that no one else has discovered before. In the latest encyclical by uh, Pope Francis, Laudate Si, he talks about the wonder of creation, the wonder of being able to experience creation as God's intends us. And he talks about the sacraments, so especially the Eucharist today. The sacraments are a privileged way in which nature is taken up by God to become a means of mediating supernatural life. So through our worship of God, we are invited to embrace the world on a different plane, on a different reality. Water, oil, fire, and colors are taken up in all their symbolic power and incorporated into this act of praise. The hand that blesses us is God's instrument, God's love, and the reflection of our closeness with Jesus Christ and the journey that we are on together. And so for all of us, as we think about experiencing reality and life as it truly is, with its pitfalls, but also with its graces, I want to end with a poem. And it's uh, by a Jesuit theologian and poet, Pierre, Pierre Deschardins is his name. But the poem is this. It's called Patient Trust. So I want you to think about this. Whatever is going on in your life journey right now, this is what happens when we trust in the reality of God present in the Eucharist. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the immediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet, it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stage of instability and that it may take a very long time and so I think it is with you. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow. Let them shape themselves without undue haste. Don't try to force them on, as though you could be today what in time will make of you tomorrow. Only God could say what this new spirit gradually forming within you will be. Give our Lord the benefit of believing that it is his hand leading you and accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. On a virtual vacation, everything is bitmapped. Everything is programmed. The programmer is your tour guide, and you can never stray from the group. You can't say you discovered this tiny little restaurant or met these amazing people on the street or saw this impromptu concert. The truth is, for all its bells and whistles, virtual reality is more like a postcard than a journey. It flattens what should be a multi-sensory voyage in a shallow facsimile. Albert Skip Rizzo, a psychologist who launched a VR lab back in, at USC in 1996, said this, people are always going to go and want to go in the flesh. A scientist said this, people are always going to want to experience things in the flesh. You don't have the feel of the sand, the sun shining on you, all those tactile senses. And it's true with us too. We want and need to experience God in the flesh. We need to be fed by the true bread that comes down from heaven. And so if you're one of those early adopters that can't wait to lay on a virtual beach, go right ahead. It just means there's going to be more space in the sand for those of us who prefer the real thing.